0: Welcome to the Viadon podcast for Thursday, February 13th. S&P futures are trading down about 25 basis points. That's about, um, I'm sorry, 25 points. That's about 75 basis points. Europe is down about 75 to 100 basis points in Asia, finishing the red across the board. Although the declines were not too dramatic, Uh, Hang Seng was only off about 35 basis points. And there were a few pockets of green in Asia. So the big news overnight is um, a new screening methodology that was adopted by the Hubei province in China, which has been the epicenter of the coronavirus epidemic. So this new screening methodology is proving to be more accurate than the prior ones, and it's uh, uncovered an enormous amount of new coronavirus cases. And so obviously, that's weighing on the futures, and that's weighing on sentiment today. Um, I would just point out a few things. It's not like these individuals contracted the virus overnight in the last 24 hours. These were cases that existed already, but were not being measured. So, on the one hand, it's definitely positive that you know they are now there's more transparency. They're they're more accurately working to uncover the true scope of it, and that should help to lead to um, you know a better containment policies and procedures going forward. Also, note that you know the S and P cash index was up about one and a half percent. As of the Wednesday close, so we're you know we're not we're barely giving back about half of that this morning, um, you know. So just keep it in the context that you know this market has been incredibly strong. We've had very very strong price gains, um, and the decline thus far this morning is not too dramatic. And even Europe is still up on a week to date basis. So you know I think most people had been. Um, I don't think people have been necessarily discounting coronavirus. They appreciate that there is going to be an enormous Q1 economic hole, um, some countries and regions suffering more than others. But, you know, the assumption had been that you'll start to see those headwinds dissipate by Q2. And I think that is still going to be um, you know, the consensus scenario going forward. So, you know, the Q- that Q1 hole is going to be very large. And, and you've had companies now provide, you know, pretty draconian guidance for Q1. And you've seen people mark down um estimates pretty aggressively. So you know China, q one GDP is around four percent and falling as far as kind of the consensus growth expectation. You had the IEA this morning come out slash their crude consumption forecast globally for q one. So they're now you're now looking at the first um, contraction, quarterly contraction in about ten years, according to the IEA. So you know you're seeing estimates get marked down aggressively on q one. um given that this is thought to be kind of a contained ephemeral event that should lift by Q two. Um, you know, most people are kind of looking past it, and I don't think today's news necessarily um, is going to shift that logic too much. I mean, the markets, you know, were set for possibly um, a, a sell-off, a dip, and, and this gives us an excuse, um, you know. But this market, the S and P, has seemed very intent on trying to touch twenty times, even though I still don't think that's fundamentally justified. But I don't, I don't think the news necessarily this morning is going to derail um, the S and P from seeking out that multiple going forward. So that's really kind of the major macro news for today is that coronavirus, um, you know, the cor- the coronavirus news out of China. Um, as far as kind of major macro news for the US, that um that's essentially it. There really was not any economic data out this morning. There was no major central bank headlines. You did have a lot of earnings both in the US last night and in Europe this morning. For our purposes in the US, the Cisco, uh the Cisco report is the main highlight. So the numbers were not awful. The January quarter revs did fall a little bit short. You did have softness, incremental softness in some of their order numbers. And um, you know, the the April and quarter results largely bracketed the street. But you know, management's tone on the call was cautious. I have a summary of the call in today's Wild Dawn. Um, you know, just talking about how some of their major customers have paused as they kind of try to sort out all the various moving pieces um of the macro landscape. And, you know, I think that I think the call raised a good point where you know, all of the ostensibly positive trade developments that we had last year, including phase one and and USMCA, et cetera, um, you know, according to Cisco, that really has not changed um, the behavior as far as uh, corporates are concerned in terms of increasing purchases. You know, they're still, they still are are relatively cautious. Um, And then Cisco pointed out, obviously the coronavirus is kind of, uh, you know, a new area of uncertainty. So I wouldn't say the call is necessarily incrementally more negative than last time. I think people were hoping to hear, um, somewhat of a better tone given um, you know what occurred in November and December on on trade and Brexit, et cetera. But you haven't necessarily seen that um, result in a dramatic shift in corporate behavior. And that gets back to the whole question of you know stocks are, have celebrated those actions given that it's supposed to remove a big area of uncertainty and overhang, um, but you're not seeing actual corporate behavior shift as a result of it. So management teams are still relatively cautious, which again, gets to my point of, I don't think the 20 times multiple Is fundamentally justified in in this environment. Um, A lot of political commentary overnight um, domestically. You know, nothing really incremental on that part. Again, I think markets are welcoming of Bernie's momentum. Um, Not just Bernie's momentum, but I think the fact that he's failing to run away with it as well. So you're going to have, you know, you're going to have a relatively conflicted party going forward, and it looks like you're not going to see necessarily a single individual emerge. um, Perhaps not beyond even um, coming up in on the Super Tuesday in, in early March. So you could head into the convention without any one individual with an overwhelming number of delegates. Um, and so those two factors, not just the fact that Bernie is leading, but the fact that he's not leading, leading decisively, um, I think all bodes well for Trump's re election prospects. And obviously the market prefers Trump over any of the Democrats right now. So I think markets are happy with how it's all unfolding. I do think this is the biggest area of risk as far as expectations. I think there's a lot of complacency on the on political front. I do think Trump will beat Bernie easily if Bernie does emerge as his candidate. But I also think there will be times over the coming months leading into November where polls are going to point to a much tighter race um, than I think people are assuming right now. And so to me, I think that's the biggest area of vulnerability is just the, the expectations um, uh, on the political front where you know markets are celebrating Bernie right now. But I think... Um, you know, there will be times in the future where, um, you know, the faith of Trump's re-election prospects will be tested. Um, So that is essentially it for today. Like I said before, I don't... The news this morning, I appreciate why it's weighing on markets. But, you know, the the price action has been very impressive lately. And I don't think this is really going to derail things. Um, As far as today's calendar is concerned, you have the US CPI at 8.30. I don't think that will be a major mover for markets. You do have a lot of earnings today, again, so the big ones today are going to be AIG, you have Alibaba. This, these are all coming out pre-open. Um, Kraft Heinz, Pepsi, those are the big ones. And then tonight, um, NVIDIA is probably going to be the main highlight. That's you know, the next April end report that we're seeing. So that is it for today. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening.